The button is pressed. The podcast begins. <laughs> we can't stop now. The podcast can't be stopped. The train has left the station. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Amory Score. I am Jackson, and I'm joined by Molly, as usual. Hi! Hi! Yeah, hi. hi, we're here to talk about Cohen and Cambria. Um, Love that guy. What? Those guys. <laughs> Those guys. Those boys? Those bo- I don't know. Well, no, that's, they are um, a husband and wife, but they're also dead as shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dead as hell. They're just dead. Uh, Rip Cohen and Cambria. Which you would know if you would listen to prior episodes of the Amory Score, in which we talk you through the uh, the lore and story of the Coheed and Cambria's ongoing universe, the Amory Wars. Um, that's the whole deal of this thing. This is going to be a bad episode to come into. Every episode but episode one is a bad episode to come into, and even then you're yeah. kind of going to be lost. This ain't the most well thought through the lore, uh, but sometimes the songs bop. Sometimes the songs do bop, it's true. Uh, so, last time we were talking about the 2005 Good Apollo and Burning Star for Volume One from Fear Through the Eyes of Madness comic book from two thousand five. Yes, so the original graphic novel version of the album um, that is utterly incomprehensible. Uh, yeah, I mean, like we listen, we made it through last time. Um, it's I want to give everybody a warning now. Yeah, that we have no fucking idea what's happening in this comic. I follow some of it because it's the same plot as the other comic and it's not like that complicated there, but yeah there's basic story beats in there but there's some very abstract stuff in here that just for no reason so where we left off last time um the writer had seen the house and met 10 speed and that had all kicked off uh claudio's like oh why should i do everything and Ambelina and chaser like you're the chosen one you should get on with it and the the gray lab was heading towards kayleen um that's i think the other thing of note is that like jesse is also like you're the special boy you gotta do it yep jesse is uh, also like that worth noting but the, yeah in this in this alternate in this au <laughs> jesse has not convinced the world that uh Wilhelm Ryan is god maybe yes no we don't know no one has explained as what's happened before um but as we begin after all that we we head to sector one in kayleen where um a okay <laughs> <laughs> so this is kayleen omega so i guess this planet is called omega we could start with that and there's a man who um he's got like a buzz cut going on and we see like a man with a red eye and then he looks over and he's talking he's asking for her to be um patched through to the arbor to talk to them and then he's like, what's that? I feel something. And then he gets murdered? I 
I don't. I, I legitimately don't know because it looks like his hair is so, different. So but from the, from the page before, it's important to go back to the page before, uh, which is it takes the 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 panel of uh, the house burning in the writer's dream, whatever, fades through this eye of this this guy, uh, and the eye pans back to like reveal a robot. Uh, floating towards a kind of abstract cityscape and the guy with the eye is still there but then there's this other buzzcock guy who's being like marshall patch me through to the arbor um like my best guess is that's ryan no this isn't ryan this isn't more it kind of looks like him but also it doesn't i don't know i don't know uh anyway then this buzzcock guy on the next page is like what is that i feel something and blood starts to explode from him and he turns into one of the monsters from Resident Evil 4. Yeah, he turns into one of the monsters from Resident Evil 4. Everything starts getting gross. Then uh, the guy with the eye is like, there is no court to judge the treason you have sinned. Um, you have played your part well, young masters, but I no longer lead your roles. Uh, so I, I guess that could is be Ryan. And these could be spies. Yeah. No, I like, I don't know what the hell is happening here. <laughs> what is it? We've never met this Buzzcut guy before. He's not, and like the I, okay. I think that guy is Ryan. I think that is definitely Ryan. Do you think that's Ryan? Yeah, I'm yeah. going back. To I the feel other, like it has to be the the other images of Ryan are not as pronounced with the eye, which is the leading feature of this panel. But he does yeah. have a similar hood in other things. So I think Ryan is killing a bunch of um people on the arb uh, like arbor people. Is my best yeah. guess. He kind of and it. It seems like he has spies, and the very little I understand of the rest of this story would indicate that that's probably true. Um, so anyway, that's that's the next page. Uh, and the arbor is floating in space. Um, being like, up going like, we read you MS-11, you're clear for detachment, we'll power down on your call. Uh, as they're flying into like Omega, which is a super uh, secure planet that could detect them if they fuck up these uh, these moves, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're trying to be stealthy by turning off their ship. Uh, Very so that, smart. So they head in, they head into towards Omega. Meanwhile, the rider uh, is back to having a normal one uh, as the um, <laughs> extremely normal one as the dream kind of fades, and then he sees a briefcase with the word "hello" written on it, and then hello. turns back to his door, and the word "hell" is written on it. Oh <laughs> shit! Fuck. Shit. God damn. Um, he goes inside. He goes inside his house that is empty and gross, as usual. Uh, and he opens up the briefcase, and I don't know what's in there. It looks like a note and some VHS tapes. Uh, I guess it does look like a note of VHS tapes. <laughs> I was going to say it looks like a, like a medical cachet and some like syringes. Because I think this is like, okay, will yeah. you die right now? Will you drink my chemical bit that's happening? Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so I'm like, I assume these are, this is a chemical of some kind. Um, and he's having a conversation with 10-speed in his head, looking at a picture of Erica. Um, and 10-speed uh, is like, kill her, kill her. Do it. Kill her. As the panels are like, damn, she fucking someone else. Damn, she's getting it. She's getting it with these weird... <laughs> green shadow images <laughs> this is my infrared uh spy camera i used God. Uh, and it's basically two pages of him going kill her and uh the writer being like no 
Uh, no, I don't wanna. And it, no, it doesn't go deeper than that. It literally just, the text gets bigger and red, and he's like, "Kill her! Kill her! Kill her!" Um, no, I love my hot wife. Please don't make me do this. Yeah. Then there's a uh, the next page. Uh, like, and yeah, this is the drink my chemical part. Yeah, because she's here. The next page is like her, like not completely naked, in shadow and slight like a jacket or something. I can't tell if it's just shadow or if it's also clothes. I. Th- think it's a like a robe or something yeah. it kind of seems like whatever that's her what titty out like. that's what you gotta know yeah titty out but nipples not nipples not don't <laughs> that's pornographic jackson we can't that, that would be illegal <laughs> um and it is like will you drink my will you drink my uh um which is obviously the chemical bit from the song, but he's handing her the thing, and then there's like some faces. Uh, but obviously I, she's like not there, teeth. so this is in her his head anyway. Uh, yeah. So then that all fades away. The problem is when you do completely abstract imagery for your comic, and you don't have an actual good through line of the character arc, it's just nonsense. This character arc is not strong enough for you to really follow it in the. Um, like we're yeah, not I against no abstract idea. storytelling. You just also have to have like something resembling character or theme. Do you need something there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing. nothing to grab onto here. And then, then there's Mayo. Um, hey Mayo. Hey Mayo. Hey buddy. Um, he still looks way less cool in this comic. I'm sad still. Yeah, I know. Still sad. Um, but he, uh, he has noticed an unidentified craft making its way towards the city of Kayleen. Hey, we figured it out, guys. We immediately were spotted. Uh, and then he, somebody in the crew or in the, in the field says, sir, I believe we're being ambushed. Um, and Mayo is like, who is it, my Lord? And then Ryan just starts laughing like a lot, I guess. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't even like have panels like it's like on Ryan's face. You can't see his expression. It just says the like ha 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 ha. Uh, yeah. As like, God damn it! I guess go. We'll go fight this then. I'm going yeah, to the like city now. Fucking all right, whatever. Ready all air and ground assault units. Fucking whatever. I'll be there in an hour. Uh, I'm gonna ten- go take a shower. <laughs> Fuck this. Ten speed is an argument with the writer, as um, the writer's like, I've actually been a bad person sometimes, and she probably should have <laughs> left me. Actually, I've made some mistakes. He goes, I deserve this. It's entirely my fault. How could I expect her to stay faithful to me when I was never there? I just wish it all could have been different. Stayed home for a change. Which, this is really funny in the context of uh, future albums. As we will... <laughs> as we will come to learn the... In the world of Cohen, the world of Cohen and Cambria, uh, when it comes to self-reflection and insecurity on relationships, there is nothing more like it can't be anything internal about the way that Claudio um, thinks about women or thinks about relationships and the characters and everything. Uh, the only language for expressing problems with relationships is "damn, why did I have to leave on tour?" Like <laughs> that is the. <laughs> And this repeats itself in very explicit ways. I did not even think about that. But yes, every single album since now has been like, ah, damn, I left on tour again. Shit. It's always like, damn, she's going to cheat if I leave on tour, but then it's my fault for leaving. God, I'm an And there's no reflection that it could be like about connection and action and relationships. It's all when I leave on tour, she could fuck someone. <laughs> the afterman, like, damn, what if I died? My 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 widowed wife fucked somebody. That'd be fucked up. What if, what if I, I died came on back tour? after that? 
Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. No, the aftermath is like. The Aftermath is two albums about like uh, a man who goes on tour a lot having nightmares about what his wife could be doing. It's, <laughs> it's not even subtle about it. Anyway. Now, Ten Speed's like, uh, you idiot, I don't mean kill an actual person. That would be bad. <laughs> you stupid. You should kill the fictional wife. I'm asking you to kill her. Uh, and we see Ambelina. Um, you know, Ambelina's outfit in this comic does not slap. This outfit sucks. She's wearing like a button-up long john. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, the the uh, the Grail Arbor is heading in, but uh, <laughs> can I just before we jump back to the Grail Arbor? Yes. I really like this ten-speed panel where he says, "End the story." The character refuses to believe what he truly is. Now make him believe, and it's like you could have just written it different, my guy. Like <laughs> this isn't hard. Uh, it is not. This is your own fault. It is not a good story about what it means to write a story. <laughs> no, it's the, really bad. You would think that being like a meta story about the way your mindset and relationships impact the stories you write, it might have a better sense of that. But no, it doesn't really actually get into that very much. Um, Claudio's like writing on a piece of paper, like, why the fuck is he doing what I want? I keep writing this. It's not working. Uh, yeah, and I go to the coin star. <laughs> and it's not working <laughs> the coin star never works and, and i go to the coin star. <laughs> and it's still not working <laughs> it's one of the funniest videos i've ever seen i think about it every week oh my god i'm glad we could share this moment you and yeah, i good this is great <laughs> Uh, anyway, go find that video online, everyone. Yeah, just search the coin stars not working. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, yes, back on the Grail Arbor. Mayo, like, uh, ready to jackhammers. Everyone's ready to attack the Grail Arbor. Um, and they're like, oh, fuck, we've been spotted. We need to stop trying to sneak and start, like, turn on our shields. Um, he also keeps talking to this boy named Hayden. I don't know who Hayden is. Well, Who's Hayden? There's Michael and there's Hayden, and they're never characters. Michael and Hayden. They're just like, you know... They're just names, really. They're just like the people at the consoles. Yep. You know those three characters on Eva that no one cares about? They're those guys. <laughs> uh, so, Mayo uh, just beats the shit out of the Grail Arbor. Well, it's, the Grail uh, Arbor is like one fucking Serenity type ship, like from Firefly, just like a random ship with a couple guns. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Mayo has an entire fleet of military grade super weapons. <laughs> yeah, Mayo's like, you just tried to attack our base, so like, I, and like, also, all your power was off. What were you doing? Um, I just, it's so weird, because like, they say like, and I guess Claudio gets to be right now in the, in the fiction, because he's like, yeah, this is very obviously a trap, and they're like, oh, we gotta do it anyway, and then they go in, and it's like, oh, shit, well, they shot us down, whoops. Uh, um, yeah. So, the, the, the armor starts crashing, um, and then we cut back. They to decide the... they're going to abandon ship. Yeah, they're going to abandon ship. Um, back in the um, the real world, he's arguing with Ted the real. Him. And they just do yeah. the, just do the scene from Ten Speed, the song. Um, I love the character. She stays. Yeah, well, the only thing love does is put you in their position. I say kill her off. <laughs> yeah, but you say plenty of things, and how's that work? You're a bicycle. He knows that. That's not a burn. That's his leading line. Is I'm a fucking bicycle. Believer, I'll leave her and leave her. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Fucking bop. Anyway. 
Uh, um, he says, how does that work? You're a bicycle. And Tenspeed responds, it works because I'm your subconscious. You dipshit. Damn, you got moron. him. <laughs> Have you never read a book before? Do you not know how this works? I'm obviously not real. Imagine a flaming bicycle. Oh my God, you're the stupidest person who's ever lived. Um, <laughs> as he's like, just write the story. Finish this whole thing. They've crashed. Go kill her now. Get on with it. Um. Anyway... We move on, and we see Jesse and Claudio, I guess. They look like the same guy. Um, Jesse says, I wish things could have been different for you, boy. Your parents would have been real proud of you, as I am of my children. And we see... uh, This is... Okay, so definitely Coheed on the right here, I think. I cannot be sure, because they look nothing like... No, he's talking about, like, Hack and Men Are those his kids? Yeah. That might be Siza on the right? Or that's Hack. Or Hack, maybe. He looks very pointy. He does have the pointy stuff. Yeah, that, I think that's... Uh, also, I guess I'm just thrown off because Jesse just said he's proud of his kids, so I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, this is the whole bit where he's like, uh, oh, there is no room for mistakes, my, my children. children. Send you into these worlds alone. Um, um, and he gives the basically the same big like speech from... Um, uh, that's been used in the other comic because he's like, we're going to go for the final battle now, but come hell, my iRobots. Uh, yeah, and also, uh, sorry I wasn't your dad. I was a big idiot. Whoops. Oopsie. I wasn't a good dad. Uh, that's As true. we all have to realize um, that Jesse's still a dipshit. Then there's a couple battle pages, but they're like incomprehensible because you can't tell what the hell's going on in any of them. Yeah, I like. I think here's here's Sizer for sure. Like, there's there's Ooh, yeah. an image of a big, big bone hulk man. I think there's like the uh, red and army, and he's fighting an astronaut. Actually, <laughs> I was going to say the red army, but big yes, astronaut. that is just an astronaut. <laughs> um, uh, and then Mayo and um, Mayo and, and uh, Jesse fight as they do in the other comic. But in this is the one bit where some of this uh, terrible art style stuff kind of works because they fight surrounded by flames in silhouettes, which is sick. It owns. It is sick um, and owns, yes. Yeah, Mayo does rip out his heart again. He yeah, does that. He does do that. Jesse dies, his heart's been ripped out, but Mayo has not been, like, secretly owned. So Mayo's just fine. Mayo's just... Thank God. In this reality, Mayo just lives to, to tell another day. We don't know what's happening with the other Mayo because the, the, the coward refuses to release the final comic. The coward Claudio <laughs> Sanchez. You motherfucker. <laughs> uh, if you heard Mayo, I swear to God. You will pay for what you have done. <laughs> you will pay for your crimes, Claudio Sanchez. Uh, back in the real... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tenth Speed is just like, just do... Oh my god, I've been telling you for 40 pages, now do the thing. Do the thing. And then he's like, look, the mirror. It's like a thing. Go through the mirror. Do it. Um, and then cut to Claudio and Ambolino looking at a man in a mirror. It looks like some kind of mirror. There's something in there. <laughs> huh. Uh... Um, and they see, I guess they see this scene, and then they go in. I, it's hard to tell, um, but now we're at the part where they're gonna kill Ambelina. This is that part now. Yep, he's like, kill the girl. You can kill her. You can do it. Um, and um, so then there's a then there's a priest that uh, I don't think they they don't go through. I think they're just looking at it and they turn around and realize they've been followed. Um, oh sure maybe because uh, uh, so that this priest shows up and starts fighting claudio and ambelina um 
all the while, Ten Speed is still trying to convince the writer to go through and do the thing that this book's about, including this incredible line. Um, uh, Ten Speed says, it wasn't you that she was with that night after you left her alone at the hotel. Uh, Claudio says, enough, you fucker. Uh, and then um, Ten Speed replies, fuck her. He sure did. <laughs> ah, <laughs> got him. Oh, boy. This I hardly bad know comic. her. <laughs> like, uh, what is this? Um, just yeah, more and panels. then they cut to those panels of uh, Erica getting fucked. Erica I getting guess. fucked. Uh, the writer just kind of sitting there, looking at the plane, thinking about Erica. Nothing really going on. Um, then they're, they're dragging uh, Ambalila towards. Uh, was it Ambalila? Who are they dragging towards the guillotine? It's gonna be Amb. It's everyone? It seems like they're grabbing everyone, and then they put... I don't know who's in this guillotine. I cannot tell. Um, it looks like Claudio, or it's Ryder. I'm not sure. Oh, I think sure. this is the Ryder. I think this is like that dream sequence. Okay. Uh, I think this is Ryder's head being cut off as he looks at Erica. Oh, yes, because the next page is uh, the Ryder going... The bike's right. This needs to end. I'm going in. Uh, so yes, uh, the, the, he yeah. he realizes this is the only way. Jumps into the story. Um, then the, the the priest becomes just massive. Why is this priest so fucky? Uh, it's a really fucky priest. And then after this page of the priest, there's another page that cuts back to the winning well uh, with the blade and everything. And it just says two nightmares will become one, and with with and with that one, we will learn our end. Um, but they don't go. They don't go back to the guillotine no yeah uh the writer shows up because claudio's about to fight the priest um and then the writer's like no nah, i just killed it it's cool <laughs> i got it uh I, it, claudio's like how dare you challenge me wizard stand aside before i kill you um and then they have that long conversation uh, except there's none of the like weird uncomfortable shit that like Claudio said last time about having a muse. Yes, but there's also like no real thematic content here. He's just like, you need to die, and I'm going to do it to you. Um, and yeah, uh, he's like, you know, um, this is the story of my life. A place, a, a piece put it, a piece put in place out of the mundane, mundane ruin. I so wish to break. Um, I I control this world. You must do what I say. Uh, and then Claudia's like, "No, I won't." Uh, I, I I do like in the background. There's ten speed. Fuck him up. Fuck him up, Ryder. <laughs> there is ten speed randomly <laughs> in the background there. Um, Go get him. And they fight. And uh, the Ryder's like, "Unfortunately, as I have loved her in the real, you would late to come to love her in the fake. I cannot let this happen. You must. No one is allowed to fuck tonight." <laughs> 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 no one shall fuck. Um, he just says, uh, believe me, for when we are done, she will be dead. And with your fuel, you will go on to, <laughs> as the crowing to destroy all that I have made. To which Claudio pretty correctly responds, why? <laughs> no, like, why? What are you doing? But why? I'm tired of being constantly being reminded of the ones I once loved and the ones that once hurt me. Uh, I've you been made this. to run because you run, you yourself run from your world, the world you're too scared to live in. My God is a coward. Which is true. That is all correct. Like, 
Um, Spotted it. If this stuff was more about the idea of like uh, the writer realizing that he needs therapy, yes. <laughs> oh, the idea that like <laughs> this fiction is his therapy, and now his therapy is like fighting back against him because he's just doing the most unhealthy shit. But it has that one line. But it's Claudio is the central character, not the writer. It's still mostly about the way this writer imposes himself upon the like fictional world as they mm-hmm. f- fight across like transparency layers of ten speed. <laughs> um so they fight uh and then uh you know the fight kind of ends and i can't tell what happens here because they fight and then ambelina just dies but he doesn't seem to like stab him uh stab her or get her at any point she just dies is it the priest maybe i mean that's what it was in the other book but yeah that's what it was in the other book in this she's not in a few pages um yeah and then suddenly uh she's dead now she gets pierced through the stomach and she says dear claudio i know not much of love it's not in my make but if i could have i would have loved you (laughs) dead uh great job ambelina (laughs) good um and claudio is just like left going like please don't die please don't die uh as the writer's like well my job's done i'm taking my bike let me hop back on this bike piece and uh claudio's like where are you going we're not finished here uh and Ryder's like oh no we are uh i've done what i set out to do you feel it now don't you you're more than ready as your parents were more than ready look to star four listen to the visual she will know what to do your time has come crowing you're burning star four and there we end which is how the previous book ended this was all a waste of time fuck you <laughs> um i just gotta say uh ready as your parents were they got like they got like controlled into blowing up a star but maybe we shouldn't focus on that maybe that's not the we don't even know what canon this is pulling from yeah (laughs) they were they were ready to blow up the universe why aren't you stupid they had four kids they didn't give a fuck claudio got too many morals yeah, so she's dead. Everything's fine. He's now ready to do the go thing that we still haven't seen happen because imagine finishing a story. <sighs> Great. That's it. That's the other book. Uh, it's completely incomprehensible in the second half. Um, yeah, if uh, anybody else, you could probably find it somewhere if you really wanted to look at it. It is baffling. Yeah. Uh, it's worth at least like a cursory glance to be like, huh, they sure made this, didn't they? Yeah, no, I can see why they went and remade it. Not that the like the new, not that the new version is necessarily much better. Yeah, um, but it is what it is, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, we. I just looked up uh, because it's been a long enough time. The next issue comes out in 10th of October, so we might actually have the final issue of the actual comic Okay, next so time. it might be in our hands next time. The Coward may release his final issue. Yes, right before we record. Right, day a day before. So we, might, we, might, be, we might be doing this. Right. So we may have that next time. Uh, we got other content planned. We figured it out for next time, so uh, we'll have something to go along with that song. But for now... Fuck this. Let's shut up. No more comic. No more bullshit. We've been waiting for this day for so many weeks. For years, it is For time a year to talk about the song. 
This is The Willing Well 3, Apollo 2, The Telling Truth. Uh, don't forget about Apollo 1, The Writing Writer. This is the sequel to the song previously on this album. Um, and it rules. The song fucking slaps. Yep. You will recognize the song uh, as the same song as the song that existed earlier on the album. Uh, track 5, um, The Writing Writer. Uh, they did a reprise. It's interesting. Uh, which is good because they choose they chose a really good song to do it to. Like, this is a song good enough to do it. And the longer version is, is actually better because it, um, even though it's longer, it has more variation. It's not like they just added another verse. Uh, they put some like really cool sections in the middle. Um, there's a there's one of the bridges is basically everyone's favorite Coheed bit. Yes. Um, and it's extremely problematic. And some of the worst lyrics um, that they've ever written. Uh, and definitely some of their most iconic lyrics. And also awful. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> We've been waiting to talk yeah. about this day for a long time. We... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it took a long time to figure this out, but boy, when I, when, I don't know, uh, if you knew this before somebody mentioned it to us, but I did not, so, oh boy. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, uh, this song slaps. It's a good song. It's just like the other song that they did of this version. Yeah, Um, the one, yeah, and it also has the same kind of, like, variations and changes as the one previous to it. It has great sections. Has cool sections. Um, the chorus is just, uh, really catchy. It's a good song. And tonight, good night, I'm burning stuff for. Uh, like, damn, Kohid, you can write a good rock song when you when you put your mind to it. When, yeah, when you really try, you fucking crush it. And then the bridge uh, is this bit where it all kind of breaks down. Uh, it gets very slow. We we get a quick uh, throwback to Favor. Uh, is it Favor House? Yeah, I think it's Favor House or Blood Red Summer. The what did I do to to deserve all of you? And then we I cut into that. this bridge. He says the line from Blood Red Summer, which is what did I do to yeah. deserve all of you? It's what did I do to, to deserve all of you? And then um, it suddenly cuts like real hard to the riff from Blood Red Summer, which is the as we hit this like really catchy section with I'm just gonna content warning. Content hey everyone! Warning, <laughs> content warning for strong misogynistic language and slurs that are about to about to happen now.
like hate the lore of Coheed enough. Uh, uh, the lyrics are Jesse, bad boy, just come look at what your brother did to that girl's precious little whore of a body. Uh, and then it continues doing this, but more catchy as he goes, Jesse, just come look at what your brother did. Uh, like now. That girl that is being called these not very nice things. <sighs> so if we do some detective work, uh, yes, Jesse's brother yes. is uh, Coheed. That is Coheed. That is Jesse's brother. Uh, that is Jesse's brother. What did he do to a certain girl? He did club his daughter, who was just sexually assaulted, in the back of the head with a hammer. Yes. So uh, that is even worse than just linguistically because it's 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 calling it's throwing those terms around because she's been like raped in the story that these people wrote like the meta element makes it worse right yeah uh, so much worse so much worse like taunting a character that has suffered a horrible fate what well, no, taunting the murderer of a character that has suffered a horrible fate by then insulting that character even more and being like oh it is so this, this is these what this one line has the most we have to unpack this shit out of the entirety of everything Coheed has done it is way too much and i they obviously did not put this in the comics because it's disgusting yes like yeah, it's it's really bad. Uh, and they just kind of like quietly like maybe we shouldn't do this. Uh, maybe we shouldn't include this part because, oh boy, there's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much. It's too much, and it bops. I hate it. Yeah, this song's great. This song slaps, and they put the most like awful line, um, in the middle of it. I don't know what to say about it. It's just, it's so bad. It's so disgusting. Uh, yeah, this is the, because we didn't even realize this because we were like, oh, I don't know what that's about. I assume that's about Cambria, um, which is bad, but we like, it was only after starting this podcast and then listening to this song again that we were like, that's a Josephine line. That's, oh, Jesus, it's Josephine. That's, oh my God, Joseph, it's Josephine. Josephine's back in the worst way possible. Like, and what is his obsession with bringing this back up every album? As, like, the defining trauma of... Because, I mean, like, it's a callback to everything evil, right? Like, that is the song yes. where she is murdered. That is where the original line, Jesse Bad Boy, comes from. Yeah. Because uh, the line on everything evil with Jesse, just come look at what your brother did. He Here he did away with me. Um, which is, like, your brother killed me, Jesse. Why'd he do that? Uh... This just takes it to a whole new level of fucked up and bad. Uh, this is not okay or comfortable in any way. Uh, and it's like the thing that there are people out there who like this lore and this as a work of storytelling. I don't know. And that's why it's immediately suspect. <laughs> like you have to, you have to know about this. There's no way to avoid it or, I guess if you have never once thought about it, but I, you can't. It's still bad on the surface level. The Josephine 
has suffered more than any character in all of fiction because she goes out with her boyfriend, uh, is immediately assaulted by like a violent gang, um, like raped, goes home full of trauma about this, reaches out to her parents for help, is violently murdered by her father, then is brought back to life, confused and scared and traumatized, and then is killed once more by a mythical priest. That is the day that Josephine had. And then that's Very how bad. it like comes up in a reference is Very to just bad day. And, throw uh, slurs yeah, at her for like effect you're... because this 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 um whole album uh hates women. <laughs> it it really does. Just in case you forgot, women are not okay. Uh with the context of like what this is referencing, that line's like really, really awful. But there is another line that we still haven't got to in the next song that is probably the like on its face the worst line in the album. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, we'll talk about it after because it could be a, no, a few things. You'll know I the guess. line. It can be one line. There is, if he had his way. Yes. No. Okay. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. It is very bad. <laughs> it's very bad it's very bad so that's the situation we're dealing with uh and then the song is really really cool and i've liked it since i was a teenager and thought the song was great so we had mix of emotions revisiting this definitely like the levels of insidious this shit can get to and you can be like this is fine still this is just a normal thing in a song in a story Um, (laughs) having a really normal one right me as a teenager just like yeah nodding like nodding along like that sounds about right uh, yeah, you just don't real like it can get bad without you realizing, which is scary. So I'm I'm glad to be more self aware now. And revisiting this, this has just been like, whew. I know we've talked about this one line forever, but it's the part that we've been like waiting and kind of dreading. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I don't have like a lot more to say about it except I still really love the song and I wish I could divorce it from that context. Yeah, but ugh. Also, uh, at that uh, Never Ender for uh, Good Apollo I went to, very weird having done this podcast and then hearing a whole room of people sing along to it. Very weird. How is it when all of, uh, when the entirety of like a huge audience stand together in like a bop chorus to sing along to this very catchy song uh, wherein the murder of Josephine is referred to this way? I won't lie, I sang it. You sang it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a moment. Uh, Slatham, Keegan and Peel sketch of them in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said. <laughs> Looked into the windows to her soul. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, yeah. that's enough of the song. Uh, I would give, well, we, let's rate the song. I, I told you before that I was going to uh-huh. give it a 10, and I feel like I still like it that much, and I feel very guilty about liking it that much. And <laughs> that's what I'm going to say about that. I mean, I'm giving it a 9, because I think the song's incredible. Um, yeah, and I just the song's to, amazing. I just have to deal with this just awful shit in the middle of it. Um, yep. The, I didn't even realize how bad it was until I... Like, it was it's already bad on the surface, but you don't know. You don't... Like, it doesn't spell out what happened to Josephine unless you do a podcast about it. Which right, we did. Right, it's like that. It's uncomfortable. Like, it's uncomfortable when you first listen to it, but it's like, it's like eh, you know, people write shit. And then you get to the context, the actual real-ass context, you're like... Oh wow! This man was a monster. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, it's bad. Uh, I think the song before this is better. You disagree, but we're both liking both. Um, yeah. We have one more song to go. We uh, have one to go. The next um, the, side note. I yes. do wish Jesse had lived long enough to make it to the Willing Well itself so that the writer could be like, and you, you dumb bitch idiot. You're so fucking stupid. I swear to God. Yeah. I just wanted that moment and then everybody to laugh at Jesse for a minute. That's all. Uh, Jesse. We got oh, one Jesse. more thing to talk about, which is the end of time since our last, uh, our last podcast. Another song has been released. Uh, Hell next yeah. Next time the album will be released. So we will not only talk about the final issue of the comic, if it comes out, there's no if the, the coward. <laughs> if the coward sees fit to release to us the actual <laughs> comic, um, then we should actually have the, uh, you know, we should have that, and also the other thing. What was I this? Uh, right. Also, the album. The album comes out next. Yeah, week the album. Well. Act one. Vaxes. So, so we'll talk about that next month. Next week is going to be. We thought we had no content, but we have so much content we have a plethora of content but we have one more song to talk about which is called old flames hey what became of my head the beats of my heart the jokes that i said i guess all these false starts of a puzzle you can't finish because you're missing the best parts and don't you fear i'm bringing you home out of this pit where i left you alone in this horrible mess that i made but i guess um, now, this is a six-minute song that should be three minutes. It's a three-and-a-half-minute song that they somehow made five minutes, and then somehow after that made six minutes. <laughs> hey, now, I will say, this song fucking slaps. I love this song. It rules. I think this song's all right, but in the context of it's been a long time since I've been like, damn, this is an all right Coheed song. Um, yeah. It's like Water in the Oasis. Um <laughs> No, water in the desert. It's like just an oasis a, in the yeah, desert. Yeah, oasis in a desert. It's there not, you go. It's not like water in the oasis. <laughs> water in the oasis is kind of expected. But yeah, no. Today is going to be the day that you're going to throw it back to you. I, I see. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. Uh, so uh, this song is just a nice, cool, like, all right, call out post for whatever article that I saw going around, uh, the Rolling Stone article. <laughs> That I've been sent a couple times, which says, Coheed and Cambria tap into musical theatre on new song, Old Flames. This does not tap into musical theatre. Going like, na na na, a couple times, does not a musical theatre song make. This is just a pop song. It is a pop song. It, uh, it is that. It's just that. Um, it is kind of like a pop song in the style of Island, I guess. That, that's kind of like the direction they're moving shit in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, that it feels like that kind of poppy. Uh, I think it's really good. Um, the opening... Okay, here's here was my, uh, like, minute-by-minute minute reaction to this song. Yes. Is hearing the piano, like, the first piano note hit, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is the goddamn, like, love ballad shit. I hate these. Yep. Um, and then, like, a, a full minute of dumb piano stuff and him going, like, la-la-la. <laughs> Uh, it's reprising the piano riff from the beginning of the albums. It's, it's yeah. Oh, I see. Ah, yes. Good. Um, and then it just like breaks into this uh, pop rock song, and it's like, oh shit! Wait, it's good. Wait, it's good. Uh, and then you get through. You know, the like, there's like two verses and three choruses, and then they get uh, out to the na na. Uh, the na na na, and I'm like. The first time I listened to say, oh, this is really like a minute and a half, like na na na, and then like every after time after that, I'm like, oh Give hell yeah, it's time for the na na na. Yeah, hook it up. I love this. Uh, <laughs> it, 
just as the other ones has the same god-awful abysmal production, this needs to be like stripped back so much. Uh, the guitars are too yeah. big, the drums are too big, it doesn't work at all. Uh, but that's just true of all the album, but the songwriting here is much better than what we've had before. It's um, They wrote a chorus! Uh, yeah, they wrote a magical chorus! They wrote a chorus! Yeah, it's really good. Like it's actually, it's like actually catchy and and not the kind of like like if you think back to the unheavenly creatures stuff, like that was just not as good. Like where it was catchy, but I hated it. <laughs> it had like some kind of catchiness, but didn't have to like drive all the upbeatness yeah. that you would want from a pop song. Where it was like, yeah, oh, angel swing from your cat. Just like, oh god, end me. Um, and this actually felt like a nice, well-written pop song. I wish the production had stripped it back to a nice, like, three to four minutes uh, with way less layers of guitar. Uh, yeah, just drop that whole outro that they have on there. It, there's, like, a minute of outro <laughs> that's just outro as well. nothing. Right. They just build this, like, and that's going to be annoying because they didn't even put the outro at parts of the song. It's not like the outro is part of other tracks, right? Like in, uh, like, how the, the prologue is three minutes of music but it's a separate track i i just want to press play on the song when i listen to the song claudia yeah i want it you just gotta jump like 50 seconds in and it will start the good part of the song <laughs> uh, i really don't understand what the piano open like i get it i get that it's like reprising that but it's like that's a weird you made a weird choice here is this what um, love is <laughs> <laughs> there is that little bit in the na 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 part yeah, there is a, like a little talking part where um, oh, the girl so voice. Funny. It's so the, fucking funny. The girl voice says, "Are you ready?" And then the boy voice says, "Since the day we met." And then she right. just goes, "You're adorable." And then it cuts back to the na na nas. I actually don't hate it. It's all right. What happens is the girl voice says, "Are you ready?" And then the boy voice, the the guy voice says, "Since the day we met." <laughs> <laughs> And then the girl okay, voice says, I don't think it's that adorable. dramatic. <laughs> he's doing, he's still doing like, this the day we ran type. He's just like, wait, you just think this guy speaks like that all the time. It's a little more <laughs> aggressive than it should be, but I still don't hate it. <laughs> it's a lot. God. It's a lot. It's really good. I like a good Nana. What can I say? I've been been listening to it a lot. I I really like it. But that's it for that. We'll have our take on the full album. We'll talk about the songs we like, songs we don't like, the album as a whole. Not going to talk about the lore. That will come when we get there eventually. Um, yes, uh, and also we're just probably it's going to be really either expensive to, yeah. or difficult to acquire uh, the books required because he's releasing five different fucking books. I guess whatever. Wait, really? I th- I thought there's just- well. I mean, I assume that there's going to be a box set for each of these albums that Vo- includes oh, a book for yeah, each of them. That's what who, I'm saying. Who knows how far they'll get? I don't think this yeah, is actually like time. we're doing the one for sure, but. Um. I don't think they've worked on the next ones yet. Like, they didn't plan ahead on Amory Wars, so I don't see why they would here. Yeah. Um, not that they've ever gone badly for them before, and there's been no unfinished projects or weird changes in style. No, it's never happened before. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds like fake. 
Uh, oh, God. Anyway, um, I think that's pretty much all we need to talk about. I'm like tentatively excited for this album to drop, mostly just so I can hear it and decide if I like it or not. Um, I have a bad feeling about it, but well, we'll get there. Uh, we sure will. But that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will see you next in the next two weeks uh, with more Emory School. Um, yeah, Molly, where we can we find you on the internet? Hopefully, uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com. You can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Rainback, where you can give me your money. You can find me at Headfuls Off uh, on twitter.com. You can find other podcasts on the Abnormal Mapping Network at abnormalmapping.com. These include Abnormal Mapping, which is the Games Club podcast. Even though we hate video games, we still play them. It is uh, bearing a mark on our soul, but we do it for you. <laughs> um, but the real shit, we, we talk about anime all the time. So just follow me on Twitter. Just let me know. I'll send you links to my anime podcast. If you want to know about anime. Hook <laughs> you the fuck up. Um, At head falls us. off. Your source for anime. You can support us at patreon.com slash normal mapping to get uh, like cool stuff, including a weekly anime podcast uh, called The Great Gundam Project, where, you know, we watch Gundam. Shock of all shocks. That's it. Thank you very much. We're leaving. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, 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 no,
Thank you.